money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. So one of the things that we get to do every week is uh, share what we call the tip of the week. So these are the different things that uh, I think will be important a lot for all of you guys along your real estate journey. And these are all things that are um, active and happening right now, uh, especially as if you guys were here with us during the first part of the presentation, uh, we talked specifically about what's happening in the market today, right? And including the stock market. Now the stock market, you get an eye into that thing immediately about how the market is feeling. In the real estate market, do you get that, do you get that uh, direct portal into it? And the answer is it's, it's a little different. It's not the same. Uh, but I will tell you of all of the different asset classes, if you look at all of them where they're performing, and uh, if, if any of you guys are in any of the premier banking uh, where they invite you in on some of the different market updates that they, they have, uh, I have sat on some of those and basically what they have said is there is no asset class that is safe right now. But the only one that I've found that is performing and doing well is real estate. Uh, the other asset classes that seem to have been doing well are some of the commodities uh, where all the inflation is coming in. So I want to talk to you guys about how to invest in a market where we do have high inflation, how to invest in a market where we do have high interest rates. And uh, this, this tip of the week is actually, uh, I think it was first credited to Abby Halliday. Abby Halliday, pardon me. You guys know who that is, right? It's one of the largest real estate brokerages here in Dallas, Dallas, right? So um, uh, one of the things uh, that uh, Abby Halliday said was, marry the house, date the rate. What does that mean? Think about that, guys. What does that mean? Find the right house, right? Especially if it's specifically if it's a homesteader or specifically if it's a rental property, find the right house, right? And then date the rate. I don't see a ring on this finger when it comes to the interest rate, which means I can date around, which means I can refinance when I want, which means I can wait for that right opportunity. So uh, make sure your, your investments are based on getting the right house, uh, getting the right price, right? And uh, making it one that's going to work for you for the long term. So, and, and again, this works for both your, your personal homestead, it works for your rental properties, it also works for your fix and flips and all of the other asset classes that you have. You want to buy properties where values are gonna continue to grow up. You want to buy properties that even if there is some type of a market correction, you guys know that some areas when they correct, they stay down for a very long time. And some areas when they correct, they bounce back up much quicker. So those are the houses that we want to buy. Those are the houses that we want to look for when we are investing in uh, property. And then obviously knowing that we do have the abil ability to refinance um, um, the house as the rates drop, which again, if we can get some handle on this inflation bear, uh, then we'll be able to be in a position to be able to do that. Um, we do know that rates will be increasing again in uh, this month, right? So Fed Chairman Powell already came up out and said, we'll see interest rates increasing in the 0.75% uh, 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 range. Uh, that's going to wreak a little havoc for all of us. It already has wreaked havoc uh, today as the inflation numbers came out in the stock market. 
Uh, now for us as real estate investors, uh, we're not seeing uh, that same uh, effect as what they're seeing in the, in the, uh, in the stock market, uh, but we might be seeing it at some point soon. Uh, but we're in a we're in just such an interesting uh, we're in such an interesting time period right now uh, that it's hard to say exactly uh, when that sometime soon is going to be, and I'll kind of give you some of my thoughts on it as well. And I do believe that rates will be increasing again in the short term. So before today, I think everyone thought that what inflation numbers were going to come down we finally got a hold on this the jobs report that came out about two weeks ago said instead of 380,000 new jobs 318,000 new jobs so everyone thought okay we got this right <clears throat> and then everyone had predicted that uh, rates will still go up but only at the 0.5 and 0.25 rates over the next uh, fed uh, meetings and that uh, rates were going to start to go down uh, as we got to 2023 so uh, inflation is the thing that we are wrapping our heads around right now uh, and what we found is gosh how little we know about inflation because over the last 20 plus years what has inflation been no one knows because it's been so minimal. It's been like two to three percent. We've never been in an environment, probably most of you guys uh, who, are, who were born after the 70s have, have seen before, right? And even for some of us who were born in the 70s, I don't have a memory of this, right? But uh, what I will tell you is I've never said in my almost 20 years of investing in real estate that the next six months or the next year as a real estate investor is going to depend on inflation. But now I'm saying that, right? Because interest rates are being adjusted based on that level of inflation. Uh, so wanna make sure we are looking at that now and also wanna make sure we understand the consequences of that. I've got um, some great charts for you here that uh, this one specifically I pulled from the Houston Association of Realtors uh, that will kind of give you an idea of what the effect is on, an, um, on inflation, uh, what the inflation slash interest rate effect is for us. So this chart that I've got pasted below shows how the minimum annual household income needed, at what it needs to be and how much it has changed over the last one year period in order to qualify for the median priced home. So for example, in the Dallas metro area, uh, Q2 of 2021 to be able to afford the median priced home, all you had to, all you had to make, you had to make $70,400 a year. Uh, today, and this is before Powell made his announcement uh, er, you know, earlier this week about what he was gonna do, that changed to $102,000. Now, I know all of you guys have wonderful bosses, and I know all of you guys have gotten raise, raises, and or I know all of you guys have, start, have quit your job and started working for someone who's gonna pay you more. But did, but did they give you a 45% increase in your pay? Was that a universal no? There's like one person in here, he's like, I better be quiet, I don't wanna get, <laughs> I don't wanna get in trouble here. That's probably a universal no. And what do you think it's going to be as they continue to increase those interest rates? Even harder to qualify, even harder to qualify. Uh, so for all of Texas, uh, that number looks closer to a 42.4% uh, increase in your annual household income in order to qualify for that median price home. Uh, just over the course of one year, 
just over the course of one year. Uh, so the whole idea is these interest rate increases is going to slow down the economy. Uh, but I think it, uh, based on what we've seen over the last couple of days, it may be a little bit longer to, before we're able to see that. So uh, continuing with just kind of understanding the data and understanding what that means for us as real estate investors. Um, and, I, and I know I've got the Houston market here just because this came from the Houston Association of Realtors because they've got some of the best uh, information out there about the housing market throughout all of Texas. And it's not dissimilar for what we're seeing in Dallas. It's not dissimilar for what we're seeing in uh, uh, Austin or San Antonio. In fact, Houston is uh, one of the uh, more affordable markets uh, right now than um, um, Dallas is specifically. But uh, the interest rate increase, what does that mean for us? 39% of the households in the Houston area earn the minimum annual income needed to purchase a home at 357000 in August of 2022. Now, because of the interest rate increases uh, in terms of both a, having a down payment and being able to afford the monthly payment, uh, it went from 53% uh, uh, in Q2 of 2021 that could afford that uh, amount of that medium price home to only 39%, right? So is that a big, is that a big change? And the answer is yes. Uh, the, month, the monthly mortgage on a 30-year fixed-rate loan uh, rose to over $2,200 from $1,600 a year earlier. So is that $630? Are all of you guys making an extra $630 in your paycheck over the last year? And my guess is that may not be the case, right? So you can see how I, I just want you guys to have a feel for how impactful these interest rate changes can be. Uh, but again know that they will be adjusting and probably downward and i think we're on a trajectory uh, for that the, some of those inflation numbers to go down uh, what was one of the big reasons why it went up what do we start what do we start doing again a year ago driving right what's one of the big things that that have, have affects our our price of food gas transportation right and as that come down, it's come down a lot. Now, what are we also dealing with? Supply chain issues. How's that, how's supply chain issues working out for us? Still struggling, still struggling. In fact, I always get a chuckle when I see someone who puts a new house on the market or a completely remodeled house on the market and they take a picture of the kitchen and what is it missing? Some of the appliances. Why is that? because they can't get them from the store, right? Is that right? Have you guys seen those, especially my realtors in the room? Like You're like, where's the cooktop? Where, where's the dish? There's a hole for a dishwasher. Where is the dishwasher? Uh, so, but are we gonna continue to see those? So we're still seeing in China uh, where a lot of the chips are made and where a lot of the appliances are made, uh, they're, they're going through a whole new wave of shutdowns. So what does that mean for our supply chain? It means that we're gonna still be constricted, which means we're probably gonna still be paying more for some of those things. So just know that these are how it, it will be how it affects us. And uh, for the Houston market specifically, and Dallas is very similar, except at about 50,000 in terms of that median price, uh, Houston home buyers needed to earn nearly 40% more income annually than they did a year ago to afford the median price home. Okay, is that kind of scary? Yes, it is. But, but what percentage of buyers are buying houses cash? That would be 100% for the buyers who are moving here from 
California. <laughs> but uh, but that's it's roughly about 30% of the buyers are buying uh, our cash offers. So we know that that, that part of the market is, is fairly protected. And the other 70% are typically coming with loans. And we know that that part of the market is, is fairly sensitive to it. So what is that part of the market now? What is their job now? What do they have to now do? Save more, put a bigger down payment in order to be able to afford the same house that they could have afforded a year ago, right? What else? Have, have you guys been watching, uh, so some of my, I've got some mortgage brokers and, and uh, residential uh, mortgage loan officers in here tonight. So, so have you seen some of the different ways that lenders are getting more creative with rate buy-downs? With, with a loan product that we haven't seen since roughly 2008. Does anybody remember the adjustable rate mortgage? Yes, okay. So are we starting to see some of those products come out again now? And the answer is yes. So are we gonna be able to get creative about it? The answer is yes. What's the other thing that's gonna cause, cause a shift in terms of bringing buyers back to the market? Who in, here, who in here bought a house in the 1980s? I see some people with gray hair and no hair in the audience. I see you, you, the shine, you know? I cover mine with the gray cover-up. What, 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 what happened in the 80s? It, 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 at some point, like, and ask your parents, okay? At some point, did your parents say, honey, we better get to the closing table today and we better lock that rate today because interest rates are about to go from 17% to 18%. We better hurry. That's what they said. That is a psychological shift that none of us can even fathom right now. Is that true? Because interest rates have been so low, but what happens? FOMO was in the 80s too, they just didn't have the acronym for it. Right? Will that happen again? It might. Because what did the Fed chairman just announce? Hey, by the way, heads up, we're going to be doing what? Raising interest rates again. So there are going to be some people out there who are going to say, hey, honey, we better nail one of these things down before it goes up again. Now, that time period where we go from no way, I can't believe this, this is not right, I'm gonna sit and wait, to we better get in now. I don't know what that time period is. But my guess is it's somewhere between six and 18 months. My guess is it's somewhere between six and 18 months. Why is that? Because who's gonna come into the market? All the people who were shopping for a house and were not able to get one because of all the bidding wars, okay, they're, they're beyond angry and upset. They're taking their toys and they're going home. They're renting right now, okay? But everyone who's gonna be coming into the market in the next six months, in the next year, who was not previously looking for a house, what are they coming in with? Perspective that the buyers who have been looking for the last year do not have. And will that start to bring back the market? I think it will. Uh, I think it will. So uh, let's talk about how this affects your investing. Uh, so again, 30% of the home sales on the MLS are cash sales, so many uh, of, those, of those sales will be unaffected. Uh, sales volume will be down for probably many months to come. 
this will start to ramp back up as interest rates go down again or as people start to get used to those higher interest rates, right? Um, it will also, uh, the, you know, this is for, for the buyers out there, it's, you know, if the realtors are smart, what are the realtors saying to their buyer clients? This is the first time that you can buy a house and not be in a bidding war, raising the price up 50 or $100,000 with 25 other buyers. Marry the house, date the rate. That's what every single realtor should be saying right now. Um, as soon as we see the stock market leveling out. That's what happened in the stock market earlier today. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone say hello to Joshua and uh, Yvette and Olivia back there. They've been helping check all of you guys in. So thank you uh, and getting chairs. So appreciate that. Uh, as soon as the stock market levels out, I couldn't not have timed that really quite any better. Uh, as soon as uh, people make a lot more money or save a lot more money, what have we seen with our savings rate over the last two years? Is the government's been putting money in our checking accounts? It's gone up. What have we seen over the last few, over the last few months? We've started to see it start to go down. So that's something that we're watching as well too. Consumer confidence. This is probably the biggest thing that we trade on every single day. And we don't even, we're not even watching it like we watch the stock market. Why is that? It tells us how safe we feel in our jobs. It tells us how safe we feel about the world. It tells us what our expectation of the future is gonna be like for the next six to 12 months. Uh, that's gonna need to strengthen and or we're gonna have to get some new perspective which new buyers coming in will bring that. Uh, so sales prices will still be up as long as inventory is down. Are we still in a uh, reduced inventory market right now? Big time, big time. And here's what is fascinating. So a lot of would-be sellers, what are they doing? What are some of these would-be sellers? I was thinking about putting on my house on the market you know, in the next couple of months. What are they saying? What are they saying now? Holy cow, look at these interest rates. I don't know if I wanna sell my house now because if I buy a new house, I'm gonna make either a lateral move or I'm gonna make a downward move and I'm never gonna have the same payment again. So what are sellers going to at some point start to stop doing? Listing their houses, which will mean what for, for inventory? It's going to stay low. And then what have, what have home builders already started to do? Reduce. Reduce their building. So what does that mean for inventory? It's going to stay low. And I think that this is the silver lining. Think about that, guys. This is the silver lining for the housing market. And what will some of these sellers, uh, what were some of these would-be sellers uh, start doing? This is where you see people do some of the things that they did in, starting in March of 2020, which is, I want to I make my home amazing. Yeah. Honey, let's build the deck. Honey, let's add the addition. Honey, let's redo the master. Honey, let's redo the kitchen. Because I'm not going to be able to get this rate again. So all of those would-be sellers are going to maybe stay put. It's very interesting, uh, all the different dynamics, dynamics that are happening right now. Um, uh, so reducing the flow of additional inventory. Uh, we are seeing uh, year over year sales price growth um, is, is, is still going up, but it is starting to slow down. 
So last year, um, if you guys were in my room last year, you heard me say prices were up over 20% year over year. Um, in some markets, they were up 30%, like the Austin market was up about 30% uh, many months of last year. Uh, but what we are seeing right now is that the month over month sales prices uh, are starting to uh, go down. So normally as you're growing into the months where now you're starting to see those sales prices go up month over month, now you're starting to see them go a little bit down. Now there is a natural cycle, right? Because there's a natural distribution curve when it comes to real estate and when people buy houses, right? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and then there's a little bump usually in December. Uh, but we are starting to see some decline there because we are starting to see some sellers. So, so for my realtors in the room, I'm curious how many seller uh, uh, listing appointments that you were on where you said, I think your house is going to comfortably sell within less than 30 days at 400,000. And the seller says, awesome, let's list it at 450, yeah. right? So now, seller, now sellers are reducing the, their list price and or they're, they're, if you guys have done, if the realtors in the room have done your job right, you've said we gotta come in at the exact right price because otherwise you're gonna have no showings and no offers. Uh, so now we're, we're in a very fascinating situ uh, situation where guys bring your buyers back in. This is an opportunity, even though interest rates are up, this is an opportunity for buyers because um, now they're not competing. Now they're not in these blind bidding wars. Uh, and again, because they can marry the house and date the rate, they can always refinance. And we had talked a little bit about this uh, in the earlier session, but guys, um, alternative, great way to buy houses. Just take over someone else's mortgage. It's called a wrap around mortgage. So we're gonna spend some time talking about that tonight in the uh, final presentation as well. And then we do a three-day uh, training where we talk about that too. So I wanna make sure you guys are gearing up to go to that. Was this helpful in terms of understanding the market and getting some perspective? Yes. Okay, two people really got a lot out of that. <laughs> I think with that feedback, I think I'm probably just gonna to continue to, one, I was gonna continue going, but now I think, is the bar still open? <laughs> okay. okay, all right, we'll see. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.